The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Yeah! <laughs> oh, boy. Buddy. Oh, it's boy. Uh, the Mike and Dr. Drew show, the greatest show in the world. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's the theme. That's that's the the, uh, the calling. What, what do you call it? The uh, credo for the show. Yeah, there, the world, there's a lot of yourself. people who have been getting on my nerves lately. Really? Well, and it all spawns from your show, your television show. Okay, well, you just told me you liked looking at Judy. I like everyone involved in your show. Yeah. It's that a lot of your uh, viewers... Oh, seem to think that they program your yes, show. Yes, yeah, or that they they well, not only they program our show, but they're television geniuses, right? And then how all television should be should be programmed. I get a lot of um, so you're getting that stuff. I get, I get a too. lot of that isn't appropriate for Doctor Drew HLN. You can do that all you want on Loveline, yeah, but don't say what you said on H. And it's like, oh, excuse me, that's funny how you assume I gave a fuck about your opinion <laughs> on. What you, you think? Show me which who was it. Let's see if I got some stuff. Oh, well, too. I mean, I can't. I no, mean, I can't. Honestly, oh, I could, but I'd be. I, it's too many tweets. And oh stuff. yeah. I I don't. I you know what? I didn't get any tonight. <clears throat> but I don't check my Twitter that often. So, but Twitter is is just such a horrible place. I mean, well, I just I, don't, I honestly feel bad for those peep girls, those females. It's never men. Oh no! It often I get men like crazy. Yeah. Well, I bet crazy. you're a, you're a, you're a much different person than I am. I mean, you're a doctor and you are a voice of reason and you're a voice that speaks from an intellectual standpoint. Yeah, but I, I'm just like anybody else that has a public life. I look like I have a fucking target on me. Yeah. Just start shooting horrible, horrible things, spewing. Well, I I certainly love doing your show and I and I'm happy to do it always and I love everybody involved. But I it is funny to me how certain people like that. I mean, I always feel bad. It's the same person. It's oh. not really the same person. Same kind it's of person, this, yeah. It's mid-50s and up, uh, female, yeah. not in on the coasts. Yeah. And they are like, well, you just can't. This is my TV show. I watch it. So, therefore, you can't say things that I don't you agree with. You can't infect it. Yeah. And, and let's mind you, uh, you know, the, the administrative structure there is now interested in getting a much younger audience. Right. Not let's say forsaking the 50-year-olds from uh, Kentucky, but- they ain't interested in pandering. Well, the them. funny thing is, is that a lot of times I get that tweet where it's like, you don't belong. And it's like, yeah. no, I don't think you understand. They specifically yeah. asked me yeah. to come on and be me. Yeah. Like, this is, I totally belong. Yes. This is the new direction. Lick my f- butthole. <laughs> Lick my shitty asshole. Uh, how I don't mean you literally. I won't. Don't worry. How close are you to uh, baby? Pretty we're getting, close. We're getting closer. April eighth is the due date. So like four or five weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna have a kid. Any chance to be a little early? Maybe. Any effacement of the cervix or anything? We know. I don't know. What is that? How, how often is she being checked? What was uh, that? It's Anderson. It's how often is she being checked? Uh, a lot. Like every week? Uh, every couple weeks. Uh, this Wednesday we're going in the morning. Right on. Right on. Getting big. She is, man. She is getting big. My wife's lucky though. She's tall. So it kind of yeah. she she wears it well. Yeah, yeah. you know, my, I meant like my sister. My poor sister looked like a fucking monster because, <laughs> well, she's, she's so little and she's busty. You yeah. know, so having just adding that belly, it made her look like like Snooky. You know, remember Snooky before she lost the weight? She's yes. just like this little oompa loompa. Yes, look like a fullback. And uh, my you know my my nothing. I'm not even clowning my sister. It's just it's my my wife's lucky to be like five nine. You know, she just it's so much easier for her to wear a belly. Um. Do you think college is a waste of time? No. Absolutely not. I wait, hold on. I attorney, CPA, 
and doctor aside. No. If I, I honestly, but let's look at it this way. If you don't have, if you don't come from a family where you can pay for college, like, don't you really think, like, do the, does it, do the ends justify the means? Yes. How so? Explain. Not only do people need more education than they've been getting. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Because most people are never even exposed to education, even yeah. though they've been to college. Right. They need I agree. a lot more education. That the very founding principle of this country yeah. was that you need an educated voting populace or they shouldn't be voting. I agree. But that do you order, need to you go need, to college to be an educated you, voting populace? Yes. In this country, if you think about public education. You need to keep going. That are, We have a grotesquely undereducated voting public. That, right. That need to understand the responsibility to study flaws and there's not but but and i don't i don't know necessarily unless like i said unless you're an attorney a cpa or a doctor where you clearly I think need to be a responsible citizen i think it's, but but here's my thing i don't know one guy that i that outside of those three three businesses yeah i don't know one person in my life that isn't a complete dipshit that at went to like good schools and yet imagine, i know plenty, plenty imagine, of people, imagine if they hadn't but i know plenty of people who are incredibly intellectually curious and inspired to learn yes, and know. thank god there are those that didn't like for yes. myself yeah. i don't i'm not yeah. saying i'm a smart guy no but i'm very intellectually I understand. curious I understand that. And, and those people are a blessing but i think they're not that common and i think we need to all like be responsible and, and okay get education and that, that is that i i don't disagree with you but you're kind of coming at it from a pollyannish view of like everybody having the money to just go to college you know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, look, I, let's, I'm saying let's say you're 18 listen, and you have shit money. Your parent, family has shit money. My, my, most colleges on the high end yeah. needs blind. Needs blind. And they will find a way to get you to get you through, paid. Uh. My college, pay, Amherst will pay you, boom. The problem is most people don't understand they have access to that. And that's one of the problems those yeah. schools are having is attracting, getting people to go. Because they don't understand that they, they can go for free. Yeah. And the, the, I don't know how we're going to fix the public school system in poor neighborhoods, though, in this country. I don't know how we're going to get around most of the kids going to those schools not having or not parents. finishing high school. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, because you can't really you can't place the blame on the school system. Well, I mean, when there's not a home life that encourages you to go to school. That's right. And listen well, to authority. But if you don't have a school system populated by people who've been really educated and are yeah. dedicated to that, but I'm just saying, you know, teen pregnancy, we'll go at that. Birth control, we'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, these are things that can significantly uh, help educate people about relationships and about not getting married young and things we do on Loveline all the time. I don't know what we what we need to do. And when I say we, I don't mean white people. I mean because I'm 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 a half I'm a halfer. I, I I mean we what we as Americans can do. Yeah. Because I I really do come at the world the country's problems with a very uh the the power of the group is pow- more powerful than the, the I don't I don't I have a very I have a very capitalist view of how to make it in this country, but I don't have a very capitalist view of how we should behave in this country. Like, I really look at it like I, I only feel like we're as strong as our weakest link. And if there's people that are suffering by and lo- like in mass in, in this country, then we have a problem, regardless of how successful the 1% is doing or even how successful the country as a whole is doing financially. If we have a bunch of people that are suffering and, and are perpetually suffering, I feel like we got a problem. We need to deal with it as a group. It's not just a matter of mm-hmm. what people can do in Detroit, what people can do in Compton to do to bring themselves up. We need to look at it as like, no, these are Americans, and what can we do? Sure. And I don't know what we can do to 
inspire the Hispanic and African American well, community. I have a problem being paternalistic. Yeah, that we'll take care of you. You need us. Oh to no, take no, care I don't mean that. That's some bullshit. And I, there's a lot of that that goes on, as opposed to how do you really get them to be healthier in yeah. their relationships and choices and stuff. And by them, I mean all of us. I yeah, yeah. but but particularly, and I don't I don't feel I'm not in any way singling out. I'm simply pointing out a statistical fact that is a huge 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 thorn in the side of major major population segment of our population in this country and that is the african-american community and the hispanic community especially in lower income areas it's it's ridiculous how many people grow up in a single parent or zero parent homes in those mm-hmm. families mm-hmm. In, or in those uh, segments of society mm-hmm. and i don't know what we as a country need to do to get people to sit down at the table and say and like and actually, like, have the leaders of the African American community and the leaders of the Hispanic, and be like, no, no, let's stop focusing on the bullshit. No yeah. excuses, no more. Right. What are we going to do to start getting people yeah. to to get? Because until then, there's the 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 ascension of the African American community in particular. I don't know many of the statistics regarding the the Hispanic culture or population uh, outside of Los Angeles. I, I've done some looking into it here in L.A., where it's so prominent. The Hispanic culture is so prominent, but. The the how upwardly mobile African Americans are as a whole mm-hmm. since they've even had been able to sniff uh, equal rights in this country mm-hmm. is is astonishing. But it's really starting. It's almost like they have no other choice but to taper to plateau once you're dealing with a, a culture that has so many single like there's it's something overwhelming. Like sixty some percent of African American boys grow up without a dad. I mean, there's you have no choice but to plateau at some point. In your in your social climb, you know, I, I just don't know what we can do. Like at some point where it's like you're not having an argument with with the the, the respected leaders of the African American community, where it's like you just sit down and you're like, no, this is no bullshit. Like, what are we I gonna know, do? I, I actually have to listen to Corolla spew this shit all the time. I'm, yeah, and, and uh, it, it gets frustrating because people on ah, people get he he for instance went over to Huffington Post and said that. And he said, uh, and they said, well, what about the school to prison pipeline? He said, the school to prison pipeline. He goes, how about how, how can it be bad to say let's have healthy families? Let's yeah. get involved in our kids' education. How, how can that exactly. be bad? Well, the school to prison pipeline prevents it. No, and it's that, like, that's uh, my point. Like, uh, where can we get to a place where we can't? Don't throw anything hard. at this. It's too hard. Don't throw the uh, the check cashing at me don't throw the these other roadblocks let's deal with this issue let's deal with it head well, that's on what, that's and Gavin what can Newsom. we do uh-huh. what can we do all shades and colors and creeds and religions what can we do as a whole to fix just to be healthier yeah i know yes you know i'm all for that i'm all for what's healthy forget what's right and wrong just what's healthy for people yeah what makes them better healthier yeah and, and it's like you know families. when you talk about the top one percent yeah. families and by the way by families i'm not necessarily saying boy girl yeah <laughs> i mean there's a guy named Alan Sroof, uh used to do some research, longitudinal research on attachment. And somebody asked him in a conference I was listening to, you know, what would you do if if these single moms, because he was looking at the, the horrible outcomes on these single these kids. Uh, and he said, what was the one thing you do to help these single moms? Uh, if there's just one thing you could do, and he goes, I'd get them a supportive partner. That'd yeah. be it, one thing. It didn't say another male. Just said a supportive Any partner. Su- I agree Another, completely. Just like yeah. you needed two eyes, you needed two arms. You need, you need, it really is almost impossible job by yourself. It's just it's yeah. Just- but I was also listening, and I, of course, I'm not going to argue with that guy. I think that's a very valid point. But I also think, especially with boys, I don't. I, I'm not going to make any claims. Yeah, I'm not just- going to make any generalizations. But I think with boys, I really do. I was listening to this guy War Machine. He actually literally 
changed his name to like legally changed his name to War Machine. He's yeah. a MMA fighter. Yeah. And he's a fucking beast. This yeah. guy's no joke. Yeah. He enjoys fucking people up. Yeah. But he up until a certain point in his life was a very straight and narrow fellow. Mm-hmm. Very straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. And uh wanted he went to the Citadel. I mean he was that straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. He got a, a a scholarship out of high school to go to the Citadel and be a naval officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, his his dad uh, passed away when mm-hmm. he was like seventeen, like right as he's transitioning into college. Yeah. His stepdad comes through; he's a total fucking shithead, mm. total scumbag. Steals his mom away from him. They're both on drugs, and then it just then that stepdad bounces. So now he has zero uh, male figure in his life. Any 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 just it's, it's late snaps. though to blame that, right? And I, he you know, he doesn't yeah. blame that, but he was saying. I think there's something really dangerous about not having, not even a positive one, just not having a male figure in your yeah, life. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be a father. No, you know, no, just a know. male figure. And how did he? How did he not get that at Citadel? Is my question. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. No, so. yeah, yeah, They're like you're right. Once you're 17, there you can't really blame much on like your upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Unless your upbringing was fucked. I mean, unless you were having sex with, you know, people having sex with you. But if you snap, if you make that transition at 18. There's very few people you can blame beside yourself, and, yeah. and I think he was. But I was just using him as an example of someone who you get wayward energy as a nine-year-old boy. Like that shit can be harnessed into nothing but bad if if you let it. Because b- little boy energy is a powerful energy, I know, you know? I know, like, I know. And and the the it's it's not something that a woman can often do much with. Yeah, the boy won't allow it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I just like I because I look at college as, and I and I'm not saying the idea of furthering your education is a waste of time. Of course, I'm I, I'm not belittling college by any means. My my question is, you know, considering how much college costs and how little, thank you, Anderson, how little like things seem to pan out for people with degrees nowadays mm-hmm. with the way the market is. And I wish it was different. But I mean, most Again, millionaires I know yeah. didn't go to college. You know, like well, I mean, that's just unfortunate. But all I know, is or they I, went to MIT. I was, I was, yeah. You I, know, and there's no, there's no real, there's no middle, middle area, maybe. Yeah. But I, I was talking to my kids about this the other day, and and uh, I was saying, you know, look, um, look at yourselves even a year and a half ago. You know, do you think you're more employable now? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, because they, they, you know, they're juniors in these great schools and stuff, and it's, it's like, yeah, they're now. I if 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 my son two years ago walked in as opposed to my son now, my son now would get the job. Yeah. It's just infinitely, I mean, they're so sharp and so on and so conversant and write so well and express themselves so well. And that's not just because they grew up two years. That's because they've had two years of intensive education. You know, and so I'm just saying. You know what's always- They would get the job. I know, I know because they're so smart and so educated, they will never set foot in a post office. They won't have to. Dr. Drew, you're right. You're they, exactly they won't right. They have to. You know why? Because they're smart enough to use what? Stamps.com. Booyaka. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Postage meter companies Out. used to have the monopoly Out. on printing postage. They used to have a monopoly, like the guy with the monocle and the bag of money. <laughs> no, not anymore. Stamps.com changed all that. They could charge you an arm and a leg, those postage monopoly companies. Stamps.com. They take care of it, and they do it in a convenient and cost-effective way. Get all the benefits of a postage meter, but a fraction of the cost. All you need is your computer, a printer, and Stamps.com to get official U.S. postage for any letter or any package for any class of mail. Bitch! Plus, you'll never have to step foot inside a crowded post office again. 
Everything you would do at a post office, you can do right in front of your desk. It's so convenient. We use stamps.com. It's true. Right now, use our promo code LOVELINE for this special offer. It's a no-risk trial, plus a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale. Digital scale! And $55 of free postage. Don't wait, bitch. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in LOVELINE. At stamps.com, enter LOVELINE. There you go. Your your kids are your kids are definitely better, more well rounded people now that they have gone to uh, college. Way, yeah, way. But your kids have always been on the the track. So what? That's yeah. even even that. Even them getting a good education up until now, the last you know, college really made a huge difference. But huge difference. There's a lot of okay. Let me rephrase my question. Is college? I I don't want to say is college a waste of time. Don't you feel like there's a lot? A lot of people who are attached to this idea of university or four-year degrees who would make a lot – who would be a lot better off being uh, really well-trained mechanics, electricians, whatnot. And they they for some reason uh, forego forego the idea of trade school school, or things like that. Yes, there's not enough emphasis on trade school. Because there's not enough – there simply is not enough well-trained – yeah, people to do these no, jobs. You're right, and a lot of these people are well suited for these jobs yep. and would have great, happy, successful. But they're they're somehow married to this notion of it's just you know yeah it's sort of the way it's, things are tracked. And I, I agree with you. Speaking of my kids, did you see my daughter on television? I did. I think? did. I well, I was blown. I I had been privy to um, her her letter yeah. that she wrote to the Huffington Post a little bit before it was released. Yeah, and I was you know I let you know and I let your wife know. I was just blown away at how. Uh, you know, courageous and honest, and 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 well written it was. I mean, I mean yeah, she does. All really all of your your children are just so thoroughly impressive. <laughs> and, 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 and of course, I mean, we really are proud of her. I mean, and I think it's great. And you know, I and look, because I'm a doctor doesn't mean I don't get cancer. I got cancer. Yeah. Because I work in mental health doesn't mean my family's immune from mental health consequences. Sure. I, I fucking have anxiety disorder, and depression. I have all kinds of shit. Well, I you think know. you suffer from two big ones in that you're a celebrity and a doctor. So people don't look at you as human. They don't. <laughs> Because I don't well, look. When I was a little kid, I didn't look at my doctors that I went to go see. Like just like I looked at my grade school teachers. Yeah, they weren't humans. They were my grade school teachers. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, well, and you're on TV and a doctor, so people are like, "Well, he's he's indestructible." Well, they're treating me like like not human on Twitter. I got to tell you that it's I'll crazy, go fuck crazy the shit. It's like I I, I just can't even believe this. The I've never reached out to anybody on Twitter, YouTube, or anything to say a negative thing because I have my own life and I have my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time I, I ever people doing it, write but... back to anybody on Twitter is to say, happy Thank birthday, yeah. great work, really appreciate the compliment. Yeah. I would never think to say something negative to someone. And so you just got to take it for what it's worth, you know? Well, it's weird. It's, to me, it's weird. It is. It's, it's like, and to me, it's it's piling on in a weird way. It's, it's and there's no, anyway. But uh, the one thing I wanted to clarify that that's not going right in terms of because i think it's great for my daughter and she feels great about it and she's helping other people i mean to me it's the most amazing thing about this is that she you know she hid it from us really carefully yeah i mean she had a dietitian she had a whole team of physical therapy she had all these people in her life like coaches and things hid it from everybody nobody you, had any idea is in that fact, a lot of them won't even believe it they refuse to believe it even today that that, that brings me to a question i had is that common for people with eating disorders routine, to keep it routine okay. okay and and to blame her for that is like blaming a drug addict for lying or, yeah. or i mean it's just it's exactly. just the way it is it's just nature of the condition and uh and it's not really clear how when it really was going or not going but it clearly later it was it was got to be a problem and but what i love about it is that she went and got help before she even told us yeah 
I, that was to me that was like huge because I, I you know we're going to get my, in my family we're going to get illnesses and mental health and whatever but to know that to go get treatment and then to know the treatment works then to engage in treatment it's I courageous think, well not only that think how many people get access to mental health services and just don't don't fucking do anything yeah. we see it all the time in addiction right they well they go but they don't do anything yeah. no she went True. she went on her own and she embraced treatment and now as as you know the latter cycle of that is now helping other people you know what I mean now she's She's gone from treating, engaging in treatment to being of service to others and wanting to give a message to others, which I'm really supportive of. I'm, I'm very proud of her for that. You know, and I have to be really, I have to be honest. I, I think that, and uh, my sister and I, we were talking about it uh, today too. Um, you and your wife really deserve a round of applause for, because I'm sure at some point your your daughter expressed her feelings to you guys before she wrote this, or or at least allowed you to yeah. kind of peruse this no no this. she said it would be okay she and has, uh yeah. and you know it's not all flowery no. stuff about you and your no. wife and 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 you guys without hesi- hesitation our thing is went it, forward with if it, it helps that, her yeah go and and that that is a sign of a, a really you know a, a big sign of respect for you That's between nice. you and your children the, the one thing though that is getting twisted around that i don't like is you know she very cleverly used that check your teeth as sort of a as a, as a title for how this thing gets spiraled out of control you know abc news did, did this fucked up report where it's like oh the wife said did you get your teeth checked look what happened was they're driving in a car having a fight and my daughter blurts it out like well you know at least i've been i've been following for the last three years like sort of aggressively throwing it at her and my wife was stunned and didn't know what to say and there was just silence and she doesn't know what to say so she finally went uh you know, do we need to see a dentist? Are you okay? I mean, do we need to like do we need to see a doctor was sort yeah. of the question. And then she then then there was continued silence and then she called me. I mean, immediately, like what I don't I have no idea what to do. But it goes down as, oh, the insensitive mom. T- t- yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So that that's not fair. That's that was low. <clears> yeah. And and, and they're and, and they're outsiders really, looking in. It's, and it really wasn't that way in the article was pulling a rope, but of course the press is reporting it that was yeah. oh, that's kinda low. So well, I, don't, I don't dig that. That part I don't like. You know what I do dig, Doctor Drew? When people go to Amazon with a click through, I dig that too. And they support, support the this show. Yep. Financially, they support it. Yep. They keep it alive. So next time you're going to shop at Amazon, and why wouldn't you? I buy practically everything on Amazon right now. I do too. I even bought. Uh, I even bought some some sex toys. So, ooh, tell us about that. Uh, I bought a nice uh, artificial vagina. <laughs> so, so for while while you're suffering with the mom uh, with your your while your your wife's vagina's healing, is that the point? <laughs> well. This one includes a butthole, so I want it. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a bust of, of an ass and a vagina. Yeah, and uh, it's not really a sex toy because they don't sell that kind of stuff. I don't think on Amazon. Uh, I see. This is more of a, um, is more of a art. Yeah, just, a, just an just art a, piece, like a vase, something to put your, some flowers in. Yeah, nice. That's nice. Yeah, and I bought some. You know what else I bought? I bought some bacon uh, band aids. Ba- bacon band aids. They, they're, they they're, smell they're like bacon. band aids, but they they look like strips of bacon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Your children will love that. Your yeah, yeah. Begin cuts on my hands from uh, jujitsu a lot. Grappling. So I got you know the bacon band aids. Nice. Thank you. Uh, so but, anyway, but, listen. But, but listen, Amazon. It, it, you shop everywhere. You, you, you shop at Amazon, and a taste of it kicks back to the Adam and Drew. Sh- I mean the Mike and Drew show. So it keeps the wind in the sails of this show, so we can keep doing it. It's the truth. And it cost you nothing. Cost yeah. you nothing. Gives us everything. And we. It's 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 twenty seconds extra of your time, and it really helps us out. So uh, that's all we want to say. Um, what? I was thinking about, like, I was thinking about like punching people 
mm-hmm. and stuff. I was thinking mm-hmm. about like punching people out. And I and I don't encourage violence. I don't want any. I don't want anything to do with violence. If I had a choice, to however, like, however, don't you think like a lot of stuff could get settled more easily? Well, there's a whole lot. Of, there's a <laughs> and and uh, you know I've started to think about this more and more from doing your show because yeah. a lot of times we focus on the the, the histrionic stuff that yeah. gets a lot of attention uh-huh. in the media. Uh-huh. Um, and I understand that you're filtering out the everyday life of every, but you know, so it's not like this is happening at such an alarming rate it's yeah. just more we're focusing on it but it seems like there's a lot of fucking people shooting each other yes. or hitting each other with cars and stuff yes and i don't know if this would have happened as much in 1910 when it really wasn't a big deal to just walk outside and punch and and have well, a it, fist was, fight. it was actually considered sort of unmanly right to use a weapon right it was considered you know like what a coward and, kind of, and in europe and and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say that we're like le- more pussy than like europeans but it really isn't that big a deal to get in a bar fight in in England, at least in London. It's not that big a deal. Like dudes have disagreements, and soccer hooligans like headbutt each other's face, and then it's like, and it's kind of over. The police come in, it's like, hey, everybody okay? Stop, stop this shenanigans. You guys go home, sober up. And it doesn't seem to be as much of it. And nowadays, when I'm in public, when I'm and I see if I'm at like the Dodger game or if I'm at a bar. Uh, and I and there's a lot of rowdy people places like a uh, motocross is a good example to AMA motocross it mm. out in Anaheim and so there's a lot of drunk tough guys you know at a place like it's a testosterone fueled yeah. place yeah and you see and it's like you see these guys they they have a disagreement a guy you know hits on another guy's girlfriend or something and instead of like just hey let's take this outside if you're gonna talk to her like that they do this weird thing where they gauge each other it's like am I gonna go to jail tonight. You know, it's like that that weird. I mean, like, am I going to go to jail if I swing at you? Yeah, and it's like, do I even follow through with this? Is there twenty of your friends waiting in the parking lot to yeah. kill me? Yeah, am I? Could I accidentally get a lawsuit? Yeah, yeah. And it's like all the. It's like the you almost see in this in this millisecond the time kind of slows down and they're staring each other down and you know a guy spits at another guy and they stare at each other and it's like. Okay, where do we go from here? Because I don't want to go to jail, nor do I want to murder well, you. In, you know, in a way, maybe that's good. Those are just deterrents. Mutually assured destruction. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, it is. But then there's also the mutually assured destruction of, uh, you know, if I'm walking in Venice Beach and I see a, a homeless man who, mentally ill or not, is harassing some young ladies, mm-hmm. I'm almost sometimes hesitant to get involved because I don't want to go to jail. You know, right. it's like, and, and, and let's say this guy lunches at the girl and I crack him. There's still a good chance I might get law- sued yep. or go to, and yep. and I don't want to live in that world. That's my thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, I, I guess it's that you can't defend yourself even when you're justly yeah. defending yourself, right? And and I, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I and I don't want to encourage a world mm-hmm. of violence, but I, wouldn't it be great if we went back to a time when if a guy called the police and said I just got knocked out, yeah. the police would laugh at him and go, "Well, go home, pussy." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, is yeah. there a real crime to report, or did yeah. you, you know? Right, that's I, that's my take. I, I agree. I agree. Do you think has there ever been um has there ever been presidents and vice presidents who are real buddies, or are they is it just a business a, a business like relationship? Presidents and vice presidents. Yeah, because there's like a, a well, couple. There've been a lot of them that were real enemies. A lot of them. yeah. Oh no, I know that, and and then it's been reported quite uh, uh, quite thoroughly about. Certain vice presidents and presidents that yeah, spent Kennedy. the last last part of their uh, terms not seeing or talking to each other at all. Kennedy and Johnson, yeah, famous. 
and go way back, it gets it gets really bad because they were actually separately elected. I hear I hear the, Polk and his uh, vice president he, like they they fucking wanted to shoot each other. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I was wondering like. Especially in the in the era when you uh, you pick your own your running mate, Andrew Jackson. Well, no, actually, Van Buren eventually got along with him. I wonder if, like, you know, in the era of like when you choose your running yeah. mate, like, I wonder if they're like, has there ever been like boys, like, like really, like, dude, I need your help with, and they really bump broed out and stuff. Nixon and Ford. No, I don't know. Man. I mean, a lot of those Nixon tapes, see Ford ain't around. Well, I guess Clinton and and uh, Gore. Gore were buddies. To the extent that each of them could be. But were they buddies or were they business associates? That's but my point. They weren't super bros, that's for sure. Because it seems like- There's it, a lot of backroom dealers like they, a enjoy, job they enjoy that, doing together. It seems like much. a job where two smart guys who were buddies would be awesome. Yeah. You know, wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be great if a, a president had like a confidant in, in yeah. it? Yeah. Well, like, that's what the cabinet is in the kitchen cabinet and stuff. So. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting maybe I'm Maybe I'm just idealistic. I'm just like viewing like a, you know, after a hard day's work and making these tough decisions, coming out of the war yeah, room- yeah. And cracking it, you know, having a highball with your buddy and just yeah. like, level with me. What yeah, are we going to yeah. do here? No, I agree. I, I, but I'm sure they have other people in cabinet positions and things like that. Yeah. I, do you think you'd make a good president? Uh, I'm not sure how good an administrator I am. That's my point. I don't think I would be. I, I'm a good leader mm. and I'm good at uh, setting precedent and yeah. things and I know what's right. I know, you know, I have clarity. Yeah. But administrating is a really specific job, and I, I don't know what that looks like from up there. I think I'd be a good you Secret know? Service agent. But what, but what would it look like up there? I don't, I don't know exactly what you'd be administering or if you just get I to choose what I you think administer because it's, it's such, so complicated. I think it's so fucking crazy that being the president is honestly like taking the pill in the Matrix. Like or the day you or, get inaugurated, or, they bring you behind a couple, yeah, and yeah. then you get told the real deal, or, and it's – Horrifying. Or is a lot of what you're doing just, you know, being a figurehead and speaking and, and motivating? I, oh, oh, without so. question. I think that the Congress, you know, the Senate and the, and the House and and your chief and your staff at the White House, they do a lot. I mean, that's a oh. lot of people with oh, yeah. a lot of brain power. And we like to bemoan them for being lazy and dull. Blah, blah, oh, no. But that's a lot of brain power. And they do most of the, the heavy lifting. And mm-hmm. you, you trust the, the Department of Defense and, and all these people to, to make the big choices when it comes to military action. and. Yeah, but at the same time, I do think being the president of the United States is a fucking horror show as far as the <laughs> stuff we don't see. Yeah. And you, I think that every president, especially in the modern era, gets that talk. After, if, you, if that's after true, you put that hand on the Bible, wait, you wait, get walked into true, a room. Hang on, though. Yeah. If that's true, why don't any of them ever talk about that? Because you I think, think that comes with the territory. Well, you would think once they get out, they'd go like, oh, there's some, there's some shit going down there. I, Dude, I, I can't really talk about right. it. But they never come close. I would think Clinton in a drunken stupor would would let something slip if there was something really to, to spill I, out. I think that – I think that – In fact, what I hear, it's quite the opposite. You hear them saying, it's what you think. You know, it's it's complex. It's big. It's – yeah, the military's got some stuff going on I can't talk about, but it's it's what you think. The only you reason— You sort of hear them say that. The know? only reason I don't agree with you is because I have friends that are— um, FBI. I have a, I have my my best friend's oh, wife. Well, here's what the FBI say. They say there's stuff going on that gets so close that you would you would freak out if you yeah. knew about it. Yeah, that's different. Well, I was gonna say my, the my, president may not even know about CDC. That. I have a friend that's in CDC. I have a friend that's uh, very high ranking in the Department of Homeland Security. Yep. And then I have uh, a, a, a oh. FBI. And they all three say that echo the same sentiment. Uh, ignorance is bliss. Because you get close. If to I stuff. told you yeah. one day of yeah. my work, yeah. you would pull your fucking hair out, and yeah. the world would go insane. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, how can all three of those very different and 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 you know? Well, maybe they're talking about the same thing. 
because they may, all those agencies could have a confluence of Maybe. focus. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm sure things, you know, stuff just skating by all the time. I'm sure of it. We got to re- take a very quick break. Don't move because it's just getting good now here on the Mike and Drew Show. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. Welcome back to the Mike and Drew Show. Uh, we were talking about the United States government. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm starting to become fascinated by it. But I, I would, lo- I nothing would make me happier than serving the government, though. I agree because I, I really am am deeply fascinated by American history. I don't know I'm deeply. I'm deeply committed to our system. I yeah. really think it's just great. I um, that's really kind of like and to serve in it to me would be the highest, highest honor and the most delicious sort of experience because I, I would want to see it be there yeah. be walk in the halls and be in the foot shoes of people that i admire more than anybody on earth but i am all the people that i care about and really trust that went to work in government they all say they're all the disillusioned they're all disillusioned yeah. they I come know. back and they say it's uh, my dream was killed I, and you I realize you really can't make a difference I, and that's not my dream my dream is to see it from where some of the people have seen it people that i really yeah. feel deep i mean profound yeah, but awful you're already at a point in your life and in your career where you've accomplished enough to get invited to the white house yeah so i mean you could see it from the other side if you no no to. i mean actually walk in the sh- you know yeah and to have some responsibility i always sometime. dreamed that you know once i kind of made my career in entertainment that i could transition into being like a congressman no or being yeah that's a dream of mine and i just don't feel like because I wouldn't have any skeletons. I would be very when they do the attack ads. You'd have only skeletons, right? When they do the attack but they ads, they would not like, be in the closet. He had a uh, you know, uh, he, he had three DUIs. Women. Yeah, three <laughs> DUIs, and, and when he was younger, do you want this man making decisions for your children? And I'd be like, yeah, I did. But I, you know, for the last thirty so years, I've been living a pretty. Clean I, by life, the way, think know. that kind of thing in the next ten or twenty years is going to be not a big deal. Well, you know I will. I, mean? I will say all the things I've done. Wouldn't be scandalous because I've never cheated on my wife, mm. my, either of my wives, and they, and I defy anyone to go out and prove that I did. You know, like yeah. I, you can dig all you want, yeah. and I've never done anything like I've well, never che- done anything like cheating like, on a wife does not seem to be a problem for these. people. Well, <laughs> no, but like look at guys do. like like uh, what's uh, the handsome one uh, that was going to be president, uh, Democrat in North Carolina, fucking goddamn. John Edward, thank you, Anderson. Oh, yeah. I mean, that seems to be a big deal, you know. But I mean, his yeah, wife was dying. It's because they lie and they lie and they right, lie. Right, my That's point is, though, like, all the stuff they could dig up on me would yeah. be, like, like stuff you've drug and alcohol-related yeah. stuff. Yeah, I haven't done anything scan- I've never stolen money, ever. Yeah. I've never embezzled or, like, crook. I've never been a crook to anyone. Well, let's go run for some sort of office together. We'll do, what's Anderson talking about? Uh, we're just talking business. Sorry. Right. Um, I, I, I really think you'd be fine. <laughs> but... I, and also, I don't, I don't have any education. I mean, you know, I, I have a high school degree. People, people, Americans traditionally 
um, the distrust people's education. Yeah. People from well, that's something we got to change. That's something yeah. we got to change. And I and I and I'm not. Thank you, Ann. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a anti. Republican guy, don't don't hear me wrong. I'm yeah. not trying to shit on the conservatives. In fact, I would say outside of socially, I lean more conservative than other. And it, than I think than yeah, I think everyone that leans but, conservative though is going libertarian, right? <laughs> so very quickly. My dad and I were just having the conversation. Yeah, uh, my dad who's in Tokyo right now, freezing his balls off. Um, <laughs> my dad travels the world eating. Uh, my dad's committed to food. That was. Way. Must be good to be him. I'm going. I'm going to an international wine and food society meeting. Oh, oh you are, Dad. Where are you going? Encino, Beverly Hills, <laughs> Tokyo. Wow. I was like, what? So yeah, my dad's in Tokyo. Anyway, uh, I I'm not hating on on the right. I am hating on this kind of Fox News Sarah Palin world. Yeah. Where it's now it's now negative to go to an Ivy League elite college and be super smart. Yeah. And not only it's that, like a bad but thing. Listen, anybody that's going to tell you how to live. I have a problem with. I have a problem yeah. on the left or the right. I really do, and and that's where my sort of libertarian ethos is coming from. It's like stop, I heard, stay, stay, I heard, stay out of it. I heard Ted it's not, Nugent. It's not what government's for. I heard Ted Nugent trying to defend himself. Yeah. After calling the president subhuman. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, dude, I get it. You're Mr. Right Wing. Was this on uh, Aaron Burnett? Yeah. 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 And I I, I just don't. Regardless of how you feel about President Obama's politics. You don't call the president of the United States subhuman. Yeah. I mean, a, a subhuman scum, piece of scum, I believe it was. Yeah. It's it just come on. Yeah, I, it, call me old fashioned. Although people would say that about Bush all the time. I agree, and I, I never agree. I, I always say, you know, I always took umbrage when it, with you know, like people who I really Remember like, he was dumb, and people he who did, I really like, want to destroy the world, well, and an idiot, and a scum. I, I mean, I'll never forget when Janine Garofalo. People thought he should be shot. Janine Garofalo would call him, you know, a Nazi. Yeah, and, things like, and yeah. I was like, that's just, that's just ridiculous. I understand you vehemently disagree. I, I think either way, it's a right. know, either side. That's Again, insane. You can't. Let's be libertarian, right. everybody. <laughs> Let's have a leader who's not up our ass. Therefore, we don't feel that way. Let's have yeah. somebody just you know, protects us and you know stays out of our business a little bit. Do you think we'll have like a real full-on re- revolution? No. You don't? No. Because there has to be something that changes with our political system. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, look at the Ukraine. I mean, that's that's only a couple million people. I it's like That's like a, you know. But we're far different than Kiev. You know, I mean, you, you can't you compare Washington, D.C. and I know. I, I just don't see it. I don't. I, 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 people, I don't, here's why. Because people have too much to lose. They have right. to have nothing to lose. But where where do we sta- where do we stand to go from here when it takes stagnation? A, it takes a half a billion dollars to be president, and mm-hmm. as opposed to being the best candidate. Mm-hmm. And I don't like where do we stand to go when when can we get to a place or where, what can we do to work to a place where the best candidate is the winner, not the guy who can get together a super PAC. You I don't know? know the answer. I guess it's the more libertarian bet again. Yeah. Find a way to. Am I? Am I? Am I even? I got to pee. All right. I'm, I'm. You're depressing me. All right. I had another like. Uh, oh, in a in a let's say everyone was alive. Mm. Who would win in a brawl for all in presidents? Okay. Oh, you, all the bre- yeah Roosevelt Theodore Roosevelt. You think? Because I because because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit, but Lincoln not only. 
six foot six or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, used to, and I and yeah. I have the quotes. I can. Uh, oh, it's a computer he, was a, he was a wrestler. I'll take on any yeah. young buck that wants to get wet. And no, like, that's how he. That's, out challenges. He'd, he'd go into a town, and that's how yeah. he'd establish reputation. Yeah. First, he'd take on the toughest mother effers, more than one, and of them. choke them out. Yeah, and yeah. do a good job. But that was when he was like eighteen. But still, so, yeah. Um, Grover Cleveland. No. Grover was it Garfield Cleveland. that was fat? Who's fat? Grover Polk. Cleveland and Garfield. Both. And Polk, dude. Polk, Polk was huge. Yeah, all those Taft. guys would just destroy. No, Taft was the one they had to rebuild the whole bathroom. Yeah, he was so stuff. huge. Yeah. Uh, let's think him through. You, oh, Andrew Jackson doesn't give a shit either. He'd he just take a crane and yeah. whack you on the this head. This is probably totally it. racist, but I'm going to say Obama because he's black. Well, and he's he's very healthy. Uh, President Obama still yeah. puts up like yeah. a 200-something pound bench press and yeah. can play a little b-ball. Yeah. So. Uh, and I yeah, I went through out old GW. George W. Bush was a like, pretty good athlete. Oh, Speaking of GW, George Washington was a stud. He's a real man. Yeah, you guys are all wrong. Jimmy Carter would fucking no, lay Jim it Carter down. G- George Washington was like six four. <laughs> oh, I don't wait. wait what people were scared shitless of him. Johnson used to piss on the Secret Service. I know, but he's he, he was just an asshole. <laughs> it was different. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Next time, we love you. Good night. This concludes another podcast. One program.